Hello and welcome to the Sales Genius Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to have a powerful first conversation. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Sales Genius Podcast. My name is Doug Davidoff. I am your host. You know, when I talk to sales executives, salespeople, marketers, senior executives for organizations, and I ask them, what's the biggest challenge that they have in the sales process? What's the biggest area where if they could improve it, it would have a dramatic impact on improving their overall results? One of the most common top five issues is having higher quality, better first conversations. Um, Close with that is having more first conversations. And so I was recently doing some training for our internal sales development team on first conversations. And I thought, well, what better way than to bring you some real life conversation, real life training, real life content that I share with organizations than to let you listen into the conversation that I had with my sales development team about having better first conversations. Remember, join the Sales Genius Network to get access to the show notes. And in the show notes, you'll get access to the slides uh, as well as some worksheets to support what I'm talking about in this podcast. Have a listen. And you're going to find that it's going to follow a path. There's an opening, there's an engage section. So we open the conversation, we engage, we look to expand, we advance, we assign, and then we wrap. Any call you make, any situation, basically going to fall, again, especially if it's a first meaningful conversation or attempting to get that first meaningful conversation. If it's a connect call, it's going to follow this path. Do you get to execute the entire play on one call? Not necessarily, right? Um, but yet, you know, you talk to somebody today. He said, call me back on Thursday or Friday. Well, well, what you've done is you've had the open, but you haven't had the engage. So when you call him back on Thursday or Friday, you got to pick back up from the open to carry that through. A lot of times we go, oh, they said call him on Thursday or Friday. We call him Thursday or Friday and we act like um, they've already engaged and then we're surprised that, that they don't respond. We still have to entice. Really, that opening is about enticing. Right. And And so. What are the keys to an open? First thing is, talk as if you've talked with them before. Now, that doesn't mean be overly chummy. What it means is, just talk to them like you've talked to them before. You're giving that, hey, I got this under control signal. They are more likely to respond to you, right? And that that comes across in things that you're in, in ways that you're communicating and the ways that they're hearing that you don't even necessarily know that you're communicating that way and they don't hear it consciously, but you can tell when someone feels insecure and when someone doesn't, or at least you think you can, right? And so you want to be open to the conversation. You want to have fun on the conversation. And I'm going to tell you the single best thing you can do to communicate confidence on the phone is smile when you talk. When I used to do a lot of calling, and I'm going to tell you this is not a bad idea, you should all consider it, I would have a mirror that I would be able to see so that I could make sure that I'm that I'm smiling. If you smile when you talk, you are going to sound better, you're going to sound more positive, you're going to sound more confident. 
a smile actually comes across. It changes the voice. Be confident, right? You know you belong here. You know this call is good for them. Now, know who you're talking to, right? One, one of the things that kills connect calls is we're surprised that we talked to somebody. Um, begin to take some notes. You, you guys can create a note. You can pin a note to the top of the timeline. When you're making your first calls, have two to three observations ready if possible. Have general observations um, if you have no observations about them. But be ready to say something. Be ready to drop something different when you're leaving a voicemail, when you're talking to the initial call, when you're talking to the gatekeeper. If, if all we say is the exact same thing we say every time, then it's likely not going to break through the, the noise resistors to actually be heard and get acted on. That'll impact that that that'll impact our connect rate, and that'll impact um, the yield that we have from the connect rate. Second thing is be interested more than you are interesting, but be a be a little bit interesting. Um, but be interested, be curious, have a real attitude of curiosity. Want to learn? Forget that you're trying to, you know, forget about the advance. That's coming three stages later. Be curious. The more you're curious, the more likely you are um, to get them to talk. It's actually one of the key things they, um, if you've ever read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Know what you want to learn about the contact in the company. Use the profile part from the playbook as reference. Have some, you know, ha have a basic profile of what you want to understand so that you're not, you know, one of the things that happens for, for you guys is once that conversation starts, you guys are spending more time thinking about what is it that I want to do next that you're not really connected in that call? If you're prepared for that and you've got that in place, then um, then you have to think about that less. And then you get to be more natural. You get to be more human. Be prepared for resistance. Remember that resistance piece is, is just a natural sorting. If you can get through that first set of resistance, you can have great conversations following that. Okay, the next part is the engage stage. This is the this is where we get into the bulk of the play, whatever it is. This is you know something has started. We're now in 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 our purpose place. Almost every one of our plays has some form of of question that that designed to get them talking. Um, remember, the point of the question is to get them talking. The point of the question is rarely the question itself. So ask your question, ask it clearly, succinctly, and confidently. Especially finish the question confidently. If you ask a question insecurely, people will resist answering. Personalize the call, right? Make this call the one call that you're making, right? Which is always a good idea to do something a little bit different, to, to make it about them. And that's one reason to have those those observations in place. Be personal, be human, be authentic, be real, right? Be you. Realize that at this point, there's two questions that are going through the, the contact's mind, the prospect's mind. Why you? Why you now? Why should I be talking to you? Right? You, and, and some of that is, is the nonverbal signal that I should be talking to you because you think I should be talking to you, right? 
But that's where we are at this point. The engage phase is really, why should we be talking? You want to confirm and continue. Confirm and continue just means you say something that is confirm, you know, that, that, that confirms what you said. I mean, confirms what they said, gives them a signal that you heard what they said, gives them a signal that that they're safe because they're right. So what what's an example of, of a confirm? That's great. And then continue. By the way, you know what that's great means? Nothing. It's just, it's a transition state. If you guys listen to me when I'm doing any type of advisory or any type of coaching or any type of sales, you'll see that I use transition statements all the time. Interesting. How's that work? What'd that look like? Right. That's great. Interesting. I'm sure you do. Right. All of those are, are words designed to reaffirm and allow you to continue without it being, um, it reduces the nature of, of what will feel adversarial. Now, in the beginning, almost always, you're, you're, whatever it is they say, that is why we should talk. Hey, you know, that's interesting, but we are not looking for any type of agency. Yeah, I understand. And, you know, I think we should talk anyway. Have you know the only the only um, the only thing I would say if they say we have no money, believe them. Um, we don't have any initiatives in place. Hey, that's great. Understand it. That's happy to hear that. I assume everything's going really well for you. You know, that's really why why I think we should begin a conversation, right? Some of our best clients, we actually just had conversations for for a year or longer where we were able to answer questions do this do that before something presented itself hey that's awesome you know i think we should talk anyways i i got a lot of people that that we talked to were able to share insights blah 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 and you know one day we'll be you know we'll be there we'll be ready and and what's great is we'll already know a lot about you right all that's happening here in the beginning in that engaged phase is is they're going, wait, why should I talk? Why should I talk? And and they're, you know, they've got that danger sign, which is, hey, let me defer it, let me push it away. That's the resistance that you're getting. You've got to get through that resistance. That's what the engaged phase of of the call is really all about. It's okay to be a little arrogant. Right. And, and to some degree, especially um, as I've gotten to know you guys, you're going to need to feel arrogant at this stage. Here's what it comes down to. If you're modest about whether or not they should talk to us, then why the hell should they take time out of their day to talk to us? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? If you don't believe that you're the shit shit. Right. Whatever level of belief you have, they're going to be at 25 to 50 percent of that belief at best. And so if you're not two to four times the belief to move forward, they're not going to move forward. Right. And so. That. 
any situation, any of this, yes, we should talk. Yes, you know, that, that, that attitude of you don't know how lucky you are that I called you today, that's the belief that, that allows you to have that nonverbal communication that allows that connection to occur that says, hey, should I step into that from, from the receiver side? Should I step in and consider having a next step? Make sense? Now, Karen, you and I talked about this. You, you asked that first question, and then it's like, okay, well, where do I go from here? That's where we then move to the expand side. Now we want to expand the conversation, right? Realize the answer is never the answer. The question is never the question. Whatever answer they give you initially, that is not the real answer. If they ask you a question, if they state a concern, it's not the real question. It's not the real concern, right? They may not even know that. Right. It's all about peeling the onion. It's all about building that out there. Our job here is to get them talking right up to this stage. You have probably done far more of the talking. Or if you haven't, there are situations where they go off on some monologue and we go, OK. Right. Both of those are situations of the same thing. When they go off on some crazy, crazy monologue all over the place. That's. That's another version of defense mechanism meeting. Um, so we, you know, we kind of got to harness them. Now we'll talk, that's a dealing with that is a little bit more advanced than, um, and, and the vast majority of our situations are where we're doing a lot of the talking, right? When they start talking, they forget how you connected, right? When they, when they start talking, they forget you cold called them. When they start talking, they forget they didn't know you. When they start, start talking, they forget they don't know who Imagine is. Right? And so the expand part is getting them talking from our perspective purposefully. Right? So, so too often they say something and we go, okay, and we move to the next. Or they say something and we ask the next question. Right? It, when you do that, it's an interview at best and it's an interrogation at worst. This is where you want to have your expanders ready. These are another versions of, of, of transitions. Tell me more. How's that working out? Now, not how's, so how's that working out for you? So not, not the sarcastic version of how, how's that working out? Oh, interesting. How's that working out? So if you look at that, oh, interesting. How's that working out? That's great. Where did that come from? You see how these transition statements and expanders play together, right? How'd you end up doing that? What's that look like? What's the best thing that came from that, right? All those things begin to get them talking. They also begin to build their confidence. They begin to feel comfortable. The more comfortable they feel, the more likely they'll be willing to share that they might have a problem. If we go in on the attack too, too fast, then, then they're going to defend. So we expand the conversation. Again, look at the profile. Look at the way we described our personas. All those pieces give you more of that picture of, of what are we listening for? How are we broadening the conversation? You know, what, what are the key 
areas of, of impact. And as you begin, you know, as that picture emerges, as you feel that comfort building, is the statement here, so, so Carolyn, uh, if you, you guys can look at the chat to see what Carolyn just asked. Um, one thing I struggle with is asking too many questions that might reveal that I don't feel confident about what I'm talking about. Is that that you feel like you're asking a question that you should know, like, oh, if I ask this question, they're going to think I should know the answer to that? That's all head trash. To this day, when I get ready to ask my follow-up question, I worry, are they going to think I should already know the answer to this question? By the way, some of the best questions that you can ask is are, are what I refer to as dumb questions. Dumb questions are questions where you assume nothing. If you ever get somebody who says, well, I would think you would know the answer to that question, which I can tell you I think has never happened in my entire life of asking questions. But if you get that, actually, I get that question when I'm consulting, not selling. Right. And my response, which both covers my ass and is also true, is no, 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 I get that. I like to ask questions as if I don't know anything because I don't want to assume anything, right? But I can tell you that if you're asking a question, and by the way, this is where the expanders come in, then you're not, it's not going to come across as a lack of confidence. So that's all in your head. Um, so don't worry about that. All right. Now, you one of the mistakes that will happen, and this will happen, is you get into the expand zone, and now you get stuck in the expand zone. And it's like, now you're, ha it's like, okay, well, what? Well, now what? And you, and you end up spending 45 minutes. Actually, you know who got stuck in the expand zone a lot? Ryan would get stuck in the expand zone. Ryan, Ryan would have a 70-minute call that should have taken 15 minutes. Um, and I say that not to pick on him, but that's where... You know, he would start having this conversation. And, you know, Ryan was great. You know, Ryan's great at having that. Hey, I'm curious. Yeah, tell me about that. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Um, but then I would get stuck there. And, and what happens is if, you, if you're in the expand place too long, the conversation goes from being very powerful to being very weak. And, and you don't get that successful result. That's why you're, you, you want to be prepared. You want to be ready to go to advance. Right. Yeah. When when you get people talking and they start talk, 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 talking. That's where you, you begin to bring your advances in. Right. You begin to bring your impactors. Right. And so what you want to do is you want to begin to you, you want to get them to start talking about outcomes and results. What would that look like? How's that impacting you? If that weren't a problem. What would happen if you could accelerate? Right. What you're doing is, is you're you're having a conversation with a purpose, right? So your profile, your learning, and what you're trying to, you know, you're connecting to one of our key high, you know, high probability indicators, right? You know, does growth matter? What's getting in the way of, of them growing better? What's getting in the way of them growing smarter, right? In the advanced stage, you begin to, you're, you're going to begin to have a little bit of a natural narrowing down that then transitions to the assign phase, this is where you have homework. This is where you suggest the next steps. To be successful on these calls, you got to be prepared. Part of the problem is, is we come in, we open the conversation, and we haven't decided 
where are these, you know, what are these transitions that we're taking? So when I get on a call and if you go, if you use the Costello playbooks that I set up, you'll see that I got some prep sections in the Costello playbooks where I'm saying, you know, what is the homework assignment you're, you're going to, you're going to assign if nothing comes up. I, I basically have a core path of what am I going to do in each section of this so that if nothing presents itself, okay. if nothing occurs to me while I'm having that conversation, I'm not stuck not knowing what to do. And that's where conversations get lost is we don't know what to do. Know who you're talking. This is what it means to be prepared. Know who you're talking to. We talked about that before. Be clear on what your goal is for the call and know where do you want to exit. If you don't know what the end looks like, then you're going to get stuck into that. They just start talking. And before you know it, they've talked so much that there's actually nothing for you to do. Right? So have your conversation starters ready. How am I going to deal with resistance? What am I going to do to get the call going? Right? That's about having our expands and transitions ready. What are the expands and transitions? And what's my fallback homework assignment? Right. What is it that I'm going to assign? So I'm making this call. I got a question of the month. It's going to be about metrics. You know what? I want to pick out a video. I want to pick out um, a guide. I want to pick out something that's got some meat to it. And if nothing else presents itself, I'm going to find a reason to say, hey, what if I were to share that it was the you take a look at this and we follow up in a couple of weeks and next week or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be to um, to talk about how that impacts you. Right. If I if I have those things in place, then I don't need to be thinking about what am I going to do. And if something presents itself, then I'm fine. And if it doesn't, I'm fine, too. The more you know about your path, the more likely you are to, to stick on that path. If you don't know what your path is, if you haven't mapped out where you feel like this conversation is going to go, then that's where you're going to see where you where, where you kind of get your wheels stuck in the mud. Alrighty, there you go. Just remember that structure when you're having your connect calls, your first conversations, and you'll see much better engagement, much better response, and a significant increase in the number of people that you're able to advance to more meaningful conversations. That's it for today's Sales Genius Podcast. Remember, the podcast doesn't end here. You can join the Sales Genius Network at imaginellc.com slash sales hyphen genius. Plus, you can join the Sales Genius Facebook group. Go to Facebook, look up Sales Genius Network. You can engage with other sales geniuses. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, go out and be a sales genius.